0: you think about yeah just
1: uh, nothing i'm good
0: all right let's do this okay hey what's up this is andrew james and i'm
1: julianne james
0: and you know what this is it's another episode of love james James. it's
1: the podcast where we talk about love marriage dating relationships and And everything everything in in between. between
0: Thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode. We hope that you are enjoying the Love James podcast cuz we enjoy doing it. Mhm. Sharing perspective and hopefully giving some tools on relationships, on marriage, on love.
1: Yeah, and want to say shout out to all the people who reach out and text and call on the phone to kind of say that they've been listening and they're Enjoying it, yes. But everybody else, please talk back to us. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. We need the feedback and sometimes the encouragement. Frankly,
0: yeah, it's sometimes really interesting when you hear people say, "Hey, yeah, I was listening to the episode." You're like, "You
1: listen to the show? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's great." Yep. Sometimes so, we feel like no one is listening, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I mean, we see people listening. Right? Yeah, see, I guess. So we're like, "Oh, yeah. you know, people, somebody's listening," but you, you never know who is, and so. Thank you for listening, but if you are, have been listening and you've never let us know that you've been listening, let us know, because yep. we would love to know that you listen. Yeah, All right. 100%. So what are we talking
1: about today, Miss Julianne James? Well, we were listening to some previous episodes of the podcast Yes, earlier, mm-hmm. and realized that in episode two of season one, we promised an episode on self-awareness. Yes. And so we thought it would be fitting since this is episode two of season two, to deliver on that promise. So to, today we're going to talk about self-awareness. I like that. Now, self-awareness is one of those things that you, Andrew, yes, yes. talk about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I can recall that when we were uh, pastoring and we had a Wednesday night young adult meeting, uh, we got into the topic of relationships quite a bit. And this is something that would always come up for you when we were coaching people through making that list of qualities that you want to look for and make sure that you possess as you walk towards um, finding a life partner. Mm -hmm. Right. So I want you to tell me and the people Mm -hmm. (laughs) who are listening um, why you value self-awareness so highly among that list of qualities. Hmm. Ah, uh, well,
0: there are a lot of things that I think people have to work on within themselves and within the context of a marriage and relationship. And among all of those things, like if I'm aware, if I have like an awareness of awareness of myself, if I recognize, if I'm able to look into the mirror and see there's booger hanging from my nose. <laughs> yes. And, you know, maybe I don't know how to get the booger out. Maybe, you know, um, yeah, yeah. maybe I don't know how to get it out. But the mm-hmm. fact that I can see it mm-hmm. means, okay, and then I, and I could acknowledge, okay, there's booger hanging from my nose. Yeah. I can do something about it. Maybe mm-hmm. I need to get help in how to get that.
1: Yeah, you're calendar. halfway there kind of. I'm
0: halfway there. And so with, yeah. with self awareness, you know, um, like some of the issues and things that we talked about last season, you know, like respect. Mm. If I'm self aware, you know, say I talk to you in a certain way, if I'm listening to myself. See a lot of times people don't listen to themselves, you well, can't that, hear yeah. yourself, right? Yeah. So if I'm self aware, I mm. can hear myself and catch myself and even be like,
1: while you're talking
0: even while i'm talking to say oh man wait that was a little bit rude and sometimes that self-awareness can even you know happen like internally you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like
1: I mean, I think that's where all self-awareness right, happens. Right, 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 right,
0: right. <laughs> this is true. I think about, you know, I often think about the, you know, cartoons. They have the devil and the, the angel. Mm-hmm. And I think self-awareness is recognizing when that conversation is happening.
1: Mm, that's good.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Recognizing that, hey, there's a conversation happening between myself and the devil. My and, lesser self. My and lesser my self, better and self. And my better self. <laughs> yeah. And being a conscious of that allows me to either make a better decision or make a better, yeah, make a better decision within the moment or recognizing that I've made a bad decision and now I need to do something to correct that, to correct that. Mm. So again, if I'm lacking in respect or I'm not communicating well, or, um, I, you know, uh, whatever it is that, mm-hmm. that, that comes up within the context of marriage. If I can, if I'm able to be aware, if you point something out to me and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that about myself. I could do something about it. I think also self-awareness uh, coupled with that, there's like humility is involved in that because mm-hmm. I need to be Perhaps humble. some
1: vulnerability as well.
0: Vulnerable and humble enough mm-hmm. to recognize that I've done something that could have been done better. Mm. So... I feel like with self awareness, you can fix a lot of other areas of your life.
1: It's a key ingredient in solutioning. Yeah, I think so. Well, that is fantastic. And you mentioned some key things, one being a mirror. And I just, um, as we kind of often do when we tackle topics like this, I looked up the definition yes. of self awareness. Good. And so there were two that I found that I think are particularly interesting. Um, one of them was self-awareness is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires, Uh the conscious knowledge of your own character, feelings, motives, and desires. And another definition that I saw was, uh, self-awareness is the recognition of one's own emotional state at any given point in time. I love those. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot there to unpack. My own personal feeling or thought or definition on self awareness is I kind of think of it as a line that tethers my physical reality to my emotional reality. Mm -hmm. A line that I can kind of traverse easily. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it, I know where it is, and I keep it clear, right? And when I say I keep it clear, I think, you know, given what you've shared about why it's important and we'll, you know, delve a a little bit further into that, I'm sure. But I think things like invulnerability and shame and guilt and um, defensiveness, those things are, you know, even just embarrassment. Those things clutter the line between your physical reality and your emotional reality. So there becomes a disconnect there. So for example, um, you know, in the example that you gave of having a booger hanging from your nose, if I say to you, there's a little something in your nose, well, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed. And Mm -hmm. so I put up this wall and so that chips away a little bit and, you know, either chips away or creates a blockage in the line, right. That separates the two realities because, you know, the reality is physically there is something wrong. Someone's trying to point it out to you. yeah. And so the the, the path of least resistance there is to just admit. Yes. Right. Be vulnerable and say, you know, everyone gets boogers. Yeah. And thank you so much for pointing that out. And I'm going to go do something about that. Right. Um, But, yeah, I think if you take a physical example of that or let's say, you know, I'm I've got ketchup on my dress and I'm walking around not knowing that I have ketchup on my dress. People are staring at me. I might be starting to get aggressive and upset. Mm -hmm. Why are people looking at me? Right. Until I walk by a window or mirror and I realize that there's something there. Right. And I do something about it. So I think in the same way that there are physical mirrors that help us to be aware of our physical self. Yeah. I believe in life there are Emotional mirrors yes. that help us to be aware of our emotional selves, right? Our our soul yes, self, yes, right? Yes. And marriage, yes, is one of the absolutely hugest mirrors, yep. right? That does that. It will amplify and highlight and present to you, yeah, the things in your emotional life, yeah, that need to be addressed, or 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 just show you the picture of what your emotional life looks like. That's very really really good.
0: And self-awareness, I think for one to be self-aware, there is a desire to be better,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, sometimes... Well, first, uh, an acknowledgement that I am not the best, right? Yeah, right. Well, you <laughs> right. know what?
0: There's a lot of people that uh, conceptually can say, hey, I know that I'm not the best. But mm-hmm. in their actions and the way that they carry themselves, yeah, they
1: project an image of I'm the best. Um, and I think also in one of the articles that I was reading about self-awareness, um, I think most people would grossly overestimate how self-aware they are. Cause I think if you walk up to somebody and like, are, do you feel like you're a self-aware person? Nine times out of 10, people would tell you, yeah, absolutely. I know myself really well. Like, you know, when you talk to people, especially when people are in the quote unquote dating phase, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, I'm the type of person who, you know, when you're getting to know someone, Mm -hmm. when two people are getting to know each other, they talk in those terms. Like I'm the type of person who this, I'm the type of person who that, I'm the, and a lot of those things. We don't realize are just rehearsed stories that we've told ourselves and also a lot of aspirational things, but not necessarily the reality of who I am today right now in this moment. It's more like who, who I want to be or who I think I am or who I think you want me to be. Yeah, Not a lot of true self-awareness. Yes.
0: And, and speaking of true self-awareness, I think, um, a true self-awareness. Or someone who's truly self aware is mm. constantly checking themselves, evaluating, and yeah. evaluating mm-hmm. themselves, evaluating their actions and their thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the time that you mentioned uh, driving in the car, windows down, mm-hmm. music blasting. Yeah. Right. And you had to say to yourself, wait, who?
1: Why are you doing this? Yeah.
0: Why am I doing this? Yeah. Whose attention am I trying to get? Right.
1: Yeah. It was more like, why are you doing this? And the answer I received back from within myself was because you're looking for attention. See, so I didn't even get to whose attention are you looking for? Yeah, I just, I was like, you're right self. And I turned the music down. Right now that
0: <laughs> that's obviously one of the reasons why I was attracted to you <laughs> is because of that deep self awareness mm-hmm. and the humility and the vulnerability Within yourself Mm -hmm. to say to yourself, Mm -hmm. hey, like, come on, let's like, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) There's so many times, like, even when it comes to like, you know, Instagram, social media. Right. And, you know, you want to post something.
1: Yeah. And you, you,
0: for me, I'm going to speak for myself. Yeah. I know when I'm going to be posting, when I'm trying to post something to get a response.
1: Yeah. A particular response. yeah. And
0: and, and honestly, nine times out of 10, I I stop. Yeah. Like I stop myself and say, come on, like, come on, you know, you're doing that because you want it get attention.
1: But, but it, it's so funny because that's what Instagram is for. Yeah. <laughs> right. In a sense. So you have to be so self-aware that yeah. you even, you know, reject the purpose of the tool, you know, if it makes you less true. Right. You know, well, see, I, so that's so hard to do in this it is world that we're living in. But this is why you have to be
0: intentional yeah. and you have to be aware so like, easy to say. It is easy to say, mm-hmm. but I mean, for me, I I, I remember. I think I, I remember like the first time I posted on face on Facebook, yeah. and I remember saying to myself, "Okay, if you're gonna get involved in this Facebook <laughs> world, social media, this is before Instagram. Yeah, it's like I'm going to make sure that I'm posting with a purpose. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that I'm posting." Positively to encourage encourage somebody. I remember having that
1: conversation with you, and it was just
0: like like that's I was aware. Yeah, this is what I was doing.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and
0: and so that self evaluation continually it
1: has to you because you've got to manage that. You've got to continue to manage that decision and make sure that you know check your actions against that decision. It's like um, starting a business; you to have a mission statement. Mm-hmm. and over the course of the years that go by you have to make sure that you're you're reevaluating your actions and making sure that your actions line up with the mission right yeah. so
0: so in the context of a marriage mm-hmm. what is the benefit of self-awareness do you think
1: yeah well i think you've said you said the you touched on the the crux of it i think um it's really difficult if the two of us are in a situation um, and I think we shared this example before the two of us are in a room somebody farts Mm -hmm. right I know that it's not me Mm -hmm. I I obviously 100% would know if it was me or not so it has to be you yeah and if you're gonna deny it yeah then we're gonna have a really serious problem right and so um, the opposite of self-awareness might be termed as maybe self-denial, right? right. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard to get at issues. It's hard to make adjustments. It's hard to nurture things like respect and capacity yeah. and communication and trust in an environment where a person is so not self-aware yeah, that they're not, you know, that line between their physical reality and their emotional reality is so blurred or so cluttered that, um, the other person in the, in the relationship is unable to get through in any way. So I think it, it's, it's critical and really should underpin all of the other things. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Now this is some deep stuff that we're getting into here. Yeah. But I think that if somebody, it's deep. yeah, it is. But if someone can grab a hold of this, like, you know, I just think about, when we listen to past episodes, I try to listen to it through other people's ears mm-hmm. and I often come to my, you know, to that sad conclusion. Oh, well, we've missed it. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: once again, right. I don't believe that there's anything that you can't get if you don't have it. absolutely. Right. So this is, this is why self-awareness is so key because if
0: you are honest with yourself, you can say, Hey, I am aware that I'm not a good communicator. Mm -hmm. I am aware.
1: (laughs) You might need to start with, I'm aware that I'm not (laughs) self-aware. Right? Yeah.
0: I mean, and this is speaking from somebody who tries to be self-aware. I I, I can't understand why someone would not
1: be self-aware
0: or cannot be self-aware or be in the room and one of the two people fart and not know, that if it was the not the other person that it was them because
1: I'll tell you why okay. okay because i think that the effects we underestimate the effects of shame yes and guilt yes defensiveness yes and self-preservation wow
0: wow that last one was wow
1: yeah because people will deny the truth produced by self-awareness <laughs> in an attempt to protect themselves. So then let me ask you, this is true. Mm-hmm.
0: Am I not then self-aware to recognize something that I'm trying to preserve myself from experiencing or okay, facing? Okay,
1: but I'm not recognizing that and I'm not saying that they recognize that. It's I'm saying that over time, mm-hmm. maybe self-awareness is something that we have when we're young. And when we start to encounter the big bad world, mm. right, we harden, in an attempt to preserve ourselves, right, or the are the essence of ourselves, the deepest parts of our soul and spirit, we harden that thing, mm-hmm. that shell, right, mm-hmm. and so after a while in your adulthood, it becomes an automatic um, severing, mm-hmm. right, every time that line tries that, to form that connection between your emotional state and your physical reality. Um, that it it's almost an automatic process that that gets clipped by, you know, the invulnerability, the defensiveness. The I'm sure you we've all encountered somebody who is so angry, and and you know we've we've probably all heard it. Anger is a secondary emotion, yeah, right. And I I truly believe that that some that anger is usually a cover for deep hurt, yeah, and because we. Because of self-preservation, we attempt to cover our hurt so that we don't have to feel the hurt feelings mm-hmm. fully, right? Um, and that's the only way we can heal them if we feel them fully, right? Um, but in order to avoid that, we get angry, right? And so people do a lot of things in an attempt to just preserve their their emotional state to a place where it's bearable for them. Right. Mm -hmm. And they can be functional because they can't be functional in the hurt or in the whatever shame or whatever it is. Right. Right. Um, And so it's, it it becomes automatic. So that is how you, you end up dealing with someone who is absolutely not self-aware. And what happens is they replace the true self-awareness that, that process of continually evaluating and observing themselves and self-reflection mm-hmm. with the stories that they they form to, to tell themselves about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm just an impatient person. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. You know, I don't have time for any foolishness. That is like a, you know, you can't disrespect me. Like, you know, some of these statements are just things that people flippantly say about themselves, but, they don't recognize the origin of those things. Right. right? Or, they're, or they're
0: hurt behind it that they're covering.
1: Exactly. And so that, that, that's the answer to your question. You are someone who tries to be self-aware and you manage that and you're daily engaged in the process of looking at yourself and observing yourself. Um, but there's a lot of people who aren't. And, and, and sometimes it's because life, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, I've got things to do. And I don't see how sitting here and self-reflecting is helpful in that process. I'm just saying, there are people out there who are like that. And there are people getting into relationships with those people. For sure. And we're having this conversation so that we can help them. So
0: so now we've gotten into a relationship with somebody that, as we're listening to this podcast, we realize (laughs) is possibly not Mm self-aware. What do we do?
1: Well, if the indication... Of their, th- that person's lack of self-awareness is defensiveness and invulnerability and aggressive aggression and, um, you know, all of that. I think it goes back to something that we have talked about in previous episodes, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about safe, safe space. Right. Right. I think um, in order to disarm someone, uh, you really have to do everything that you can, as much as you may be frustrated with whatever behaviors they're exhibiting um, you have to start by making them feel safe with you. Right. Truly safe emotionally. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if someone is reacting constantly to um, feeling unsafe in their emotional environment, you have to counter that by creating the safety. Right. Mm -hmm. So there can't be tit for tat. There can't be a, um, a, I don't, I can't match your tone. Yeah. If you're coming with a highly passionate tone, I have to disarm that or counter that with calm as much as I may feel
0: hot too.
1: Um, But that's just, you know, if we want to move forward, somebody has to kind of be rational. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so creating safe, a safe space and letting someone, Know not just with your words, but with your consistent actions, that they they are safe to be vulnerable. Right in the space. Yeah. Right. Jeez. I think um, one of the keys to developing self awareness, mm-hmm. like if I were to say, a one starting point, is to ask for feedback. I think you 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 need to find a trusted friend even your boss or a coworker and ask somebody that has had exposure to you and ask them to honestly describe you. Hmm. How would you describe me? That's for
0: somebody who wants to know. This
1: is for someone who wants to develop self-awareness. Okay. Okay. And I think we can all benefit from that because I think we can always be more self-aware. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I think asking for honest feedback
0: What if, what if asking, uh, what if the person that you ask is your spouse?
1: Mm, You know, because of, because of the spouse that I have, I feel like that would be okay. You know, it would depend on, on the couple I would say. Right. But I wouldn't start with my spouse. Mm -hmm. I would probably ask a friend that I've known for a very long time, or I would ask you know, teammates, coworkers, or, or maybe all of the above. Okay. And right? I think,
0: and I think, um, let's say, obviously, so you're in a relationship, you're in, you're you're married, you're having, you know, maybe conflicts mm-hmm. and your spouse keeps on telling you this and this and this about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that might be an opportunity for you to go to a coworker mm-hmm. or friend, longtime friend and say, Hey, you know, tell me about myself. Or do you think that I do?
1: Yes, but I would just caution right. that we're not going to go to the co-worker and say, my husband says that whatever, because we need to safeguard the marriage, yes, right? Yes, yes. So I think this is why That's I said I wouldn't start with, um, I wouldn't really start with the spouse. And maybe if your spouse keeps on pointing out something to you that you're not um, willing they, to accept. Right. Or it, you don't even recognize or, to be true. Exactly. You can ask others, right. but it doesn't have to, you don't have to make it about the fact that your spouse is pointing it out to you. Right, right. Because then it becomes like, see, and there might be things too
0: actually that you, uh, responses that you give your spouse Mm -hmm. that you might not necessarily give other people because of the dynamics of the relationship. Well,
1: exactly. And I think the key is to just get objective feedback. Because I think at the core of self-awareness is the ability to objectively look at yourself. And so if there's already a feeling on your part that your spouse is not necessarily looking at you fairly or objectively, Mm -hmm. then you can't really start there. Right. Mm -hmm. So if your spouse is a really, is your best friend, right. Then you may be okay, but, (laughs) um, you know,
0: as the spouse should be.
1: Well, you, you, you believe that, but not, not everyone believes that. Right. Right.
0: Well, here, um, let's talk about some of the things, some of the issues that people might have that they're, putting up those walls behind that is affecting them to be self-aware. You know, some of the things that might've happened in their past, like what are some issues that people may face, why they're so defensive or why they're so, um, you know,
1: I mean, that would, that could be a myriad of things. It could be. So let's, let's, let's try and let's talk about some of, you know, your experiences in your family of origin Right, maybe the relationship that you had with a parent, right? Um, Some people's parents, um, like you know, I I, I'm from a West Indian background, right? So, in my case, in particular with my dad, um, I grew up with this idea that love equals a good performance. Mm -hmm. You good performance. Uh, you you have my approval, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of people have that story where, you know, you go and you, you got 98 on the test and then you show it to your dad and he goes, where's the other 2%? What happened to the other 2%, right? Lots of people have that story. Um, and so people don't realize sometimes how that translates into your relationships with men or with your husband, right? You think that you need to perform in order to, earn the love right and if you're not self-aware about that um you could be interpreting and projecting that on on your husband or Mm -hmm. your or your partner um without them even being aware of that and that can cause a serious problem and serious conflict in a relationship Mm -hmm. right so you know that's just one out, out of many examples of things that that could be contributing to that, but that all of that highlights the importance of being self-aware because I can remember at a certain point in our marriage, we had a conflict was early on in our marriage within the first, I think two years. Um, and we had, I don't remember what the issue was. Um, but I do remember having a conversation with you, um, days after, the initial issue came up and saying, you know, I think that the reason why I reacted in that way is because, you know, w- with my dad or whatever, it was such and such a way and what whatnot, but I had to go self-reflect. Yeah. Right. And I had to ask myself why four or five times. Yeah. Right. And so I always give people that advice. Yeah. That,
0: I, like, I like that advice. Let's, let's yeah. talk about that four or five whys.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, it, As a process of discovering, um, the root of things, I think it's really helpful and important, whether it's with yourself or you're trying to work through an issue with someone else to ask the question why five times. So if it's, what's the issue? The issue is I feel, um, sad. Why? Because I feel like, uh, you don't appreciate me. Why? Because when I cooked dinner, you didn't say anything. And that made me feel hurt. Why? (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really enjoy cooking for people and I want to know that they're satisfied and happy with the meal. Why? Because my mother was an excellent cook and that's the standard that I hold myself to. And if I don't, if I feel like I'm, you know, you didn't enjoy the meal then I feel like I'm failing at that right and so that's you know
0: yeah you see a lot of uh, thinking about us with our kids Mm. like we try to do that process yeah with them to be aware of why they're doing what they're doing and I think a lot of times you know maybe previous generations did not necessarily or certain cultures or whatever did not do that work with us. And so Mm -hmm. when we're angry, we're angry and Mm. it's just because I'm angry. Right. And it's not because I'm frustrated or I'm sad or I'm hurt. Yeah. And
1: I think that's another thing too, when speaking about the topic of self-awareness, I think uh, our, Emotional literacy
0: mm, is yes. really
1: limited. Yes, um, and you you highlight the point there that I think we only know a few emotions, yeah, right? Yeah. When really and truly, there's probably levels and levels, and layers and layers to the things that we actually are feeling yeah. and experiencing emotionally. Yeah. So w- there's a lot of work to be done in terms of emotional intelligence, yeah, um, and emotional exploration for us to really understand the feelings yeah. that we uh, go through as human beings. And that, that, that whole spectrum, it, we try to cram that into happy and sad. And mm-hmm. that's not helpful when you're in a complex relationship, such yeah. as yeah. a marriage. Right. Yeah.
0: Because there might be times where you're, you know, a uh, deep um, introspection or mm-hmm. reflection, mm-hmm. but then you want to call it sad.
1: Yeah. And there are also times when, um, you know, people are, there's all kinds of different types of people. And there are a lot of people who are deeply empathetic people mm-hmm. who absorb into their emotions, right? Yeah. Stuff that is outside of them. Yeah. And so um, you have, th- those people are particularly emotionally sensitive mm-hmm. and they may be reacting to things in an external environment. And so as you're saying, you know, you may want to label that as sad, Or, so I may want to label it if it's what I'm feeling, but you also as my spouse may label it as sad Mm -hmm. and think that something is wrong with me and be constantly asking me what's wrong, what's wrong. And I can't articulate what's wrong because in our internal environment, everything is okay, but I'm absorbing something externally or I'm carrying, I'm holding space for a friend or I'm, you know what I mean? Like carrying the weight of something that is outside of us. And I just can't necessarily explain that. And so- self-awareness can help me mm-hmm. to articulate, right? And the emotional intelligence can help me to articulate to you, you know what? I'm just in a space where blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't pay attention to that kind of work and we don't even, you know, we're not aware, <laughs> <laughs> right? That there's this other dimension to us that really influences what we do in our physical Relationships, Like, you know, we're having an argument and there's a whole other dimension that is at work in that argument mm-hmm. that's not given any attention. Yeah. Right? Mm. So that's why it's important. Yeah. Because you're not just arguing about the garbage.
0: No. And this is it. There are a lot of people, a lot of people in relationships who are arguing about those surface things. Yeah. And divorcing over those surface things.
1: And the sad thing is those surface, those things come to the surface in order to help us address yeah. that dimension of our emotions and do that work to clear that line right and make sure that we are one yeah. and whole, yeah right? So that our physical body follows um, our emotional and our spiritual um, and we can be aligned, yeah. let me put it that way, aligned yeah. in all of those aspects of ourselves.
0: Yeah. And that's why, to me, marriage is life. First of all, life in itself mm-hmm. for me is, you know, this journey of, you know, self-discovery discovery mm-hmm. and self, this sounds new age, actualization, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like growing into the full fullest potential, right? Yeah. And so marriage is not just about finding somebody that I, I like, that I can have sex with mm-hmm. and have kids and do what society says yeah 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 you know what I mean (laughs) like buy a house and Mm. you know have kids and win the rat race (laughs) go on vacation and those things like that's not for me Mm. what marriage is about and Mm -hmm. for marriage to me is is about somebody coming alongside of me to help me fulfill the potential and purpose that I was put on this earth to do
1: and yeah, I would even say because it, you stating it that way is a little. It sounds a little bit selfish. It, it hits me in a selfish way. So I would. I, I would I also, say yes.
0: I also want to say. I also want to expand on that and say, and you can hold that once up mm-hmm. is that. I too would will, will. I'm I'm providing another person the support to accomplish all that they were designed to do, and because of who we both are, we were drawn to each other to be the support and that mirror. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. For and that, me- yeah,
1: that's, that's why I look at it more like, um, alignment, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. if my self-fulfillment and your self-fulfillment are two lines, I look at it as, There's a crossing of those two lines that makes them, you know, stronger or, you know, the two lines can merge into one kind of, and, you know. That helps the process of self fulfillment for both people. So I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, you know, no, but I, I could, I could hear how it yeah, sounds. Yeah, it's about me. It's about my me. Purpose. You come alongside and help me. No, yeah, right. We don't want to we don't want to make that
0: the thing. N- no, because in the things that you require, it requires for me to flex and bend. T- and, and while I do those changes, mm-hmm. you become more self-fulfilled. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying, alignment. So there, there's got to be a, it's a, it's like a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. that where all the bends that I need to make and the bends that you need to make kind of form this beautiful, uh, you know, like a puzzle fitting together kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I don't know if we're explaining that. I know. Well, but. I understand. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) I understand what we're saying. We're married to each other. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's all that matters. Yeah. So it's pretty important. And I think, um, you know, like I said, I think we can all, no matter how self-aware you think you are, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're probably, we we are probably. I'm going to put myself in that um, category as well. We're probably overestimating how self-aware. For sure. For sure. We think we are, and so I think um it takes courage yeah to kind of go out there and say to someone objectively or say to multiple people because i think multiple people who've observed you and experienced you in multiple settings and and spheres mm-hmm. um strengthens the case yeah if you hear something like repeatedly right and yeah. so, so across the board you are I, my experience of you is like this and i think um i read this book Book, or I heard this lady on uh, what's the radio station there's like a Christian radio station in Buffalo WDCX WDCX. yeah one day I was driving home and I heard this lady I'm so sorry that I can't tell you her name I may look it up and put it in the description of the podcast but she was talking about uh, marriage and she was saying she, she asked her husband one day what's it like being married, being married to, to me, me yeah and that really stuck with me when i heard it and this was years ago because i thought hmm what an interesting question because we don't typically within a marriage think about asking the other person about what their experience of us is like. Yeah. Cause we think we know what it's like to be married to us. Right. Right. Or we're focused on what it's like to be being married, married to, to the other person. Right, right. But we never stop to kind of ask, what is it like being married to me and give the person the freedom to be honest with you about what their experience being married to you is like. And I think everyone should, should do, do that. that. And I yeah. think
0: that might be a good challenge you yeah. know, for couples that are listening. Um, Sit down, you know.
1: But you have to give the person a free pass. You have
0: <laughs> to give them a free pass and explore, you know, ask the why five times. You know, yeah. if they say, what's it like being married to me? Well, it's, frust- it's frustrating. Well, why? You know what?
1: I would even say, ask the why, yes, but ask the why at another time in another place. Okay. Because I think it's important to give the person a full hearing. Right. And even... It may be it may be shocking to them right. to even have been asked that question, mm-hmm. and they may need they may even need time to, to think about that. that is, yeah. But you know, I think it's a gift. Yeah. To be able to ask your spouse, what is it like to be married to me? Yeah, because
0: again, what is marriage if not an opportunity to have somebody close? To you that can see you mm-hmm. that hopefully you allow them to see you yeah and and you allow them to give their input into the shaping of you
1: yeah who can tell you about the ketchup on your dress yeah right because otherwise you walk around with it and don't know this is it right until until yeah until you happen to be walking by a mirror right yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. so. Yeah.
0: I want to just end on the thought of um, daily self-reflection. You know, reevaluating or evaluating the day. Yeah. The choices. Yeah.
1: The The actions. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, looking at what you did and the things you said and why did you say them? You know, why did you feel that way? Why did those things? Why did you respond
1: in that way? In that way why 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 where is that coming from yeah negative and
0: positive Mm -hmm. so that you can understand yourself
1: yeah i think that's also one of the elements of self-awareness you need to recognize your strengths yes and celebrate those yes so that you can continue to build on them yes so yeah it's not all negative
0: no no wow Mm -hmm. well that was good
1: yep i agree (laughs)
0: let's 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 uh let's end it there sound good sounds good to me sounds good to me too hey well thank you thank you for listening in to another episode of love james Mm. and uh we'll see you again on the other side on the other side try to put these out every friday so make sure you set those notifications set those alarms set your calendars
1: Friday at noon
0: and uh, continue the conversation with us.
1: You've been listening to another episode of the Love James podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect with us, we are Love James podcast on Facebook and YouTube, or you can find us on Instagram at 4 james. You can also send us an email at podcast at thejameses.ca, or if you'd like to reach out anonymously, you can fill out the form at thejameses.ca slash lovejames